Hello and welcome to Ben Barry Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. We're going to get real messy, making a superhero from scratch from whatever random junk the internet throws at us. You know this by now. We're 110 episodes deep, or uh, how many we do? 106. 106 episodes deep, precisely. So come with us, hop in. Um, I'm not. See, we're going to get so messy. I'm not even going to tell you what we're hopping into or where we're going. You could have just said, like, mud pit. It could be a mud... Are you in a mud pit? I'm in a mud pit. Cause... I've got, like, a little um, big old muddy pit. And I've got, like, a little thing to make sandcastles out of. But it's going to be out of mud. See, I thought you were referring to, like, some sort of spa. And you had, like, a mud bath. And you had, like, the cucumber pieces on your eyes. You can't You can't create when you're in... <laughs> that, that, that that relaxed you can never create as well as you Ha-ha, f- more fool you i get my best ideas when i completely zone out in the shower <laughs> with your with your cucumber slices on yes <laughs> as you can hear josh rendell and jade sarson are both raring to go in their various relaxed states <laughs> of creative yeah. thought jade's in their mud bath and i'm mm-hmm. here in the mud bath but i'm trying to create architecture do you do you know where i am where are you I am. I'm in the gym. I'm in the 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 <laughs> creation gym. I'm beating on the 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 punching bags of good ideas. Question: Have what... you ever been in a gym that wasn't ah, that wasn't in a school or in Pokemon? I went twice with a friend in sixth form, and it was. <laughs> you're you're still paying for uncomfortable. it. Uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 Arms I went, have never I went on. Well, yeah, pretty much. I went on the row machine, and I said. Wow, that feels pretty good. Maybe I'll do this again. And then I think like um, Fallout 3 came out like the next week <laughs> or something like that. And that was that. Um, but no, I'm, I'm back in. I'm, I'm doing my stretches. I'm limbering up. I'm, I'm on that rowing machine. But instead of like pulling a weird fan, I'm putting out good ideas. I'm putting out uh, locations. I'm putting out superpowers. I'm putting out... Um, interesting narratives that we can like like pulling a thread that's what I'm doing right now I'm in it are you in it mm. yes good I see my <laughs> en- energy is utterly infectious <laughs> look we're, we're, we're relaxing in our mud baths yeah we're chill <laughs> well no no get, get come on Josh at least shape that mud into some nice <laughs> interesting um, you know textureful characters that we can throw into this narrative Mm. Are you doing that? Oh, yes. I'm... Um, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like... He put a stick in the little sand castle he was making and just, like, there's a character. That's yep. it. <laughs> it's Castle Man. <laughs> yep, like... No, we already crea- did that. Creating Wonder Woman from clay. Here I am. Creating <laughs> something more akin to Clayface. Just kind of messy. So, if you've seen the uh, show 105 times before, um, you don't need to hear me say this next bit, but all, all you newcomers, hop in. Um, I'm going to give you the lowdown. Um, so, we will take uh, a random generator from the internet, and you know we'll, we'll use that as a prompt in our improvisational tour of comics and uh, creativity and just making things from scratch with our own two hands. Now, I believe, Jade... Mm. you have a little something for us to uh, toy with. I do. I do. Um, it's not a name generator. What? Yes, it's... um. 
Now, now, what? Um, I... you know, we like names. Names are good. No, I names know. Are can, I, can I input I my birthday anywhere? You can. Oh. Oh. You can put your name in this. Oh. You can put your birthday in this. What, so... what is this revolution you brought us? <laughs> I've, uh, I'd... listeners who've been with us for a long time may remember we've done a couple of kind of situational generators. So mm. uh, I thought it'd be nice to try one again because it's, it's been a while. Yes, we have. <laughs> Which I'm ones? sure we have. <laughs> it was it was like a long while back, but okay. like there was one I think that basically gave us like the bare bones of a story. Do you not remember? I remember the Inspire Robot. Yeah, there you go. Something like that. Like okay, you know. How can um, we forget the Inspire Robot? <laughs> what a Inspire Robot will return. Um, <laughs> But for now, we have a gift from Crunchyroll. Oh. <laughs> it is the Your Role in a Shoujo Anime Generator. <laughs> Hello. So we need four things because what this generator gives us is a sentence. It's, uh, I am the A-B who is in love with C-D. Does that make Interesting. sense? Yes. Mm. It's going to be um, certainly a, uh, a challenge to make a superhero from these Well, things, that's what but... I'm thinking. We usually try, because I am a fan of romance, I try and chuck in lovey-dovey shit into a lot of our superhero stories, so I thought I'd just make life easier for us. This will generate the romance. We've just got to generate the hero to go with it. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm into it. Okay. We're reverse, reverse engineering this shit. Exactly. This is great. Exactly. So, um, who wants to go first? Josh? Yes. All right, then. <laughs> uh, so the first letter of your name is J, which is, yep. oh, I am the timid. Okay. Uh, birth month. Uh, November. Uh, I'm the timid loner. <laughs> okay. Who, mm-hmm. who is in love with uh, your last name, the cynical, yep. and birth date. 17th. C- cynical celebrity. Huh. So timid so, loner and cynical celebrity. That's a very typical shoujo. Yeah. Should we try and get mm. something a little m- bit more interesting? Yeah. D. Let, let th- throw me through it. Mm. Come on. Oh, okay. Strong start. We've got I am the brave. Very nice, good. Of course. Uh, September troublemaker. The brave troublemaker. Very good. Who is in love with the innocent uh, birthday 12th. Writer. Hmm. Okay. So, bra- brave troublemaker and uh, what was it again? Innocent writer. I mean, yeah. immediately I kind of had like a meta kind of feel about mm. someone who writes about their hero, but the hero comes to life and falls in love with them. Oh, Josh, mm. but we, actually, can't, no, we can't do Animal Man again. <laughs> we can't do Animal Man again. <laughs> but then I also thought there's too many instances where. Like in real life, where it's quite clear that a writer has written themselves into a story, mm. and then that could get quite. I know, I know, we're looking for mess today, but I don't yeah. need that kind of mess. We can't all live Satoshi Khan's opus. No, Jane. What's your name? What 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 are you working with? Okay, let's let's try me. Um, so I am the. Uh, you know what? How about I do the last letters of my names because obviously, yeah, yeah. J. I, I share a couple of things. So um, E would be. Oh, I am the clueless <laughs> writer. Good. There we go. We've got oh, another okay. writer. 
clueless writer who's in love with uh, the dashing. Mm-hmm. And I'm 17th as well, so I'll pick a random number. Um, go, go for 71st, the 71st of the month. <laughs> uh, model. Okay, I think I think what we could do is we could do a little mashup. So what we could do is um, what was your first one, Jade? Uh, the clueless writer. So maybe we could go the clueless writer who falls in love with the innocent writer. Hmm. Yeah. How so? You're better than this, Josh. Hmm. I, I know I, I am better than this. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think Dean's one might be the strongest one of all so far. Yeah, like I like the brave troublemaker and the uh, innocent writer because it's quite a clash. Yeah. yeah. All right. Or oh, if no, stop, oh? Dean. Before I've before I lose something. So, how about the innocent writer is a journalist, and the brave troublemaker is a hero who keeps on creating situations for them to to kind of up their journalistic career. Hmm. That. That, I like that. I like that gem. Like trying to get the uh, the journalist to notice them. Mm, notice me, senpai. Um, <laughs> that's a shoujo thing, I think. Can, how many shoujo tropes can we get into this episode? Ding, that's one. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Um, is there going to be some rose framing somewhere? C- yes. <laughs> Ding. In fact, that's a, that's a requirement for the illustration now. Could we kind of get that, um, those kind of... I suppose they're kind of military shoulder pads. You normally see them in like Leiji... Matsumoto. Yeah. Oh, the, the Tassley work. boys. The, 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 tas- the Tassley pads. You know, the Tassley pads. Yeah. Tassley pads. Are you thinking of Rose of Versailles? <clears throat> I could just be... I mean, hold on. <laughs> Tassley pads. Rose framing. Shoujo. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, I'm probably out of the map, Rose of Versailles. Yeah, that's, that's not Leiji Matsumoto. Oh, isn't it? Josh. No, Le- Leiji was. Um... Is that um, Space Pirate? Yeah, Galaxy Express. Galaxy Express, yeah. Hmm. I-, I just like the idea of like a narrator coming in saying, Josh has seen precisely one shoujo anime <laughs> in his I've... entire life. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. I'm sure I've read a <laughs> few. You've seen my love story, right? Yeah. Um, I've, I've you moved... didn't answer that very fast. No, no, I've seen it. I, I, was, I was just looking at my. Um bookshelf and trying to figure out if I had anything but I think I've mainly got Jose titles mm. so you know I've kind of isn't that kind of like the shonen to seinen kind of thing like you've yeah, got shoujo definitely. and then you've got the joke so, you know I've got I've got basically most of the things that uh, Higashimura's ever written so well, come that's on fine. that's fine yeah. come on it's just the, the older <laughs> older shoujo yeah alright the trial the tra- tra- of Josh Randall's <laughs> over he's qualified <laughs> to write this comic verdict fine, he's a guys. <laughs> Verdict, he's a clueless writer. <laughs> Not the innocent writer. Yeah. <laughs> you, you done said it. But um I like how we've like put you through the, the ringer, but you've given us like a fairly solid premise anyway. Yeah. So like... <laughs> no, no, I like I like this um I like this because it's not just like a, a a straightforward superhero, like the superhero element of this is gonna be like sort of secondary almost this mm. is about the romance jay your, your dreams come true this is about the romance Hooray. um you can sound a little bit more excited <laughs> yeah. if sorry you, if my you brain was too busy thinking about possibilities for example could this be a take on the superman situation so the brave yeah. troublemaker is also a journalist oh because mm. like 
Superman's whole thing is he's hiding as a journalist, so he really doesn't want Lois to notice that he has similarities with Mm -hmm. Superman. But with our brave troublemaker, they would want the writer to notice the similarities. (laughs) But this writer's going to be like, don't fucking brag, you're nothing like them. They are perfect. Mm. (laughs) How dare you compare yourself and like brave troublemaker is having their heart broken at their desk at nine in the morning. Now, Jed, I've got I've got a different angle. It's it's going to be something a little bit, perhaps more up your alley. But we'll we'll see how it flies. More up my alley than the thing I, that that me myself <laughs> made for me. But go on. I know you better than you know you. Oh, geez. All right. <laughs> what if this was? What if there's a little bit of rivalry in this? What if they were both oh, shit, journalists? He does know me better <laughs> than I know myself. What if this was a like you've got mail ish ish situation so um the um superhero uh, the brave troublemaker. troublemaker brave troublemaker they are causing well not causing these these crimes but they're saving these crimes with the intent of writing them up as you know journalistic pieces oh. and the only reason mm. right and the only reason why they are like doing so well at their job is because they're first but um the the innocent writer they are like a much better writer than the uh, the superhero, mm. so they end up like you know they they're a little bit slower on the draw, but they end up producing much more, uh, much better quality pieces than the superhero. Yeah, that's that? that's super great. Like, uh, it starts as saving uh, lives and preventing crime as fuel for their own writing but then they realize that when they can't kind of keep up with themselves if that makes sense mm. like they can't be the first on the scene to write about themselves because they they've got to get themselves out of the situation first yeah so the timing is bad um but they they take a really strong crack at it for you know a, a while we'll say like you know a few weeks um mm-hmm. and slowly they start clashing like maybe they burst into like uh the like chief editor's office quite often like last minute going here here i've got it written up and the chief has to choose between the two pieces between the Mm -hmm. two writers and sometimes brave wins sometimes the writer wins um but as time goes on brave realizes that the writer is you know better and the brave troublemaker is realizing that they actually like being a hero more than they like writing. But they also Ooh. like being written about by the person they admire. Yes, the... so it, it turns into the other version of the story. And it could be that their writing inspires them to become a better... Like Maybe they never saw their heroics like that until they read it from the innocent writer's point of view. Mm. Cool! Oh, get, get Hollywood on the phone! We got it! <laughs> Someone's writing the screenplay of this, right? Yes. Guys. Yeah, we're doing it right now. That, that's what this podcast is, isn't it? <laughs> I, I just I just send these straight to Universal after I'm done. <laughs> I, I haven't heard back, but I can only assume that they're listening. That explains that uh, sidetrack movie coming out in a, a few months' time. <laughs> uh, don't go. Oh, by the way, don't go to the cinema. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Should go with There's that. Still saying, a pandemic really. going on. Um. Anyway, oh, uh, this is turning out flavorful mm. there's a lot of mm. smoky romantic flavors in this meal and i like it very much 
So, I was thinking, whilst you were saying about how the Brave Troublemaker... We'll have to figure out a cool hero name for them later. Um, we can call them BT for now. Yeah, B- BT sounds fun. Mm. Um, so BT, if they are, at least at the start, if they are still trying to get their um, writing in like first, would that inform on their power set that they have the ability to get out of the situation write something quite quickly and get to the office mm. at the same time as innocent. Hmm. I mean that would imply some sort of like speed power mm. or like you know even your your basic super, superman flying brick sets um yeah. you'd be capable of doing something like that. But then like see then then that is turning into a fucking like film screenplay because it's just <laughs> what if superman was blib 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 so maybe we could do something a little bit come more. Up with something more unique than that, then. Mm. Yeah, like maybe um, like tr- troublemaker. What what kind of power set do you think of when you hear the word troublemaker? Mm. I just think of Dennis the Menace, and they don't really have a particular <laughs> penchant for uh, powers, do what, they? What if what if they're like that dumb new um, Captain Boomerang thing, and they can teleport using? things no like, i think it needs to be either something to do with their writing mm. or something to do with causing trouble so like because it starts off they don't get into being a hero because they want to be a hero at first do they that's mm. true so they need a reason to be a hero so maybe they like kick shit off on purpose mm. and slowly so they start as an actual troublemaker and then like after creating a situation that needs a hero, they then, you know, run off, quick change, come back, solve a problem, and be like, yes, it was me, I solved this, I didn't have anything to do with starting it. I can't believe the hardest part of this pitch is actually coming up with the fucking superhero. Well, I mean, normally the superhero comes to us and then we have to try and figure out the narrative. Mm. Mm. So we've got the narrative, we've got to figure out how they fit in. The other theory I had was maybe... um. They have a skill, like I said before, to to do with writing, um, that they, like, maybe they have an incredible power that they only thought of using to do, like, journalistic writing because they're not very imaginative. Mm. So, like, just as an example, maybe they have, like, a Bernard's Watch style thing where they can, like, pause time or get activities done really quickly. And all they could think was, like, in college, like, wow, I can get all my essays done on time. Mm. But you know, then they realise maybe I could do some hero things with this, like I don't know, some, something like that but I'm having trouble thinking I I think I've got something mm. but I'm not you sure on it yet but it basically comes down to a kind of flowery, flowery language versus quite dry writing mm. and mm. it was something that basically meant that when BT writes they have to write quite matter-of-factly because mm. they're if they write quite with embellishments and things their powers activate and that is the okay. reason why innocent writer gets all of their work done because their work is perceived to be more well they'll, they'll love this it's got so much emotion to it and stuff mm, so much life yeah and that could be one of the reasons why bt likes them so much is because they've never seen their powers described so well without something happening. Hmm. But I can't figure out what the the flowery language 
does. That's the only issue so far. Maybe it's like um, maybe it's something like kind of boring and lame, like a self belief thing. Like um, oh, I have to I have to cause some trouble in order to make the paper and that sort of view of themselves make them like quite powerful, almost like manipulating their own reality of sorts. So like oh, imagine if like imagine if someone threw like a tree through that window. Oh, maybe I will. That that sort of is that. You know, is that anything? Is that something? Okay, okay, I have something. Okay. Okay, this is a dangerous power. Mm-hmm. Bra- uh, BT, Brave Troublemaker. Their gift is that whatever they write happens. Yeah. Right? Not what they, like, they don't write stuff after the fact. I mean they write a thing and it happens. Mm. Right? So, oh, I can see where this is going. I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the clash comes from... The fact that BT's writing is prophecy, whereas uh, innocent writers' stuff is prevention, perhaps? Or, like, rewriting? You mean so they have a power too? Yes, but we don't realise that until later in the story, perhaps. So, Hmm. like, um... Ooh, yes, I like that idea, because what it could also do is play into that idea of... Like in comics where there's a constant reset. Mm. So like you'll see yeah. like a giant robot crashing through a building one day. Next arc is perfectly fine. Mm. So maybe this stuff happens, but nobody really bats an eyelid. But it turns out it's actually because like Innocent Writer ends every story with like, and insert city name, sleeps soundly and wakes yeah. up anew. So like these two writers have... <clears throat> are actually uh, the two beings keeping this setting in balance. Mm. Because one oh, is chaos. Oh no, one we're is getting chaos. meta again. What? <sighs> we're, we're getting meta again. Guess no, my no, no. Yes, okay, let me, <laughs> let me help you with this, Dean, because I have, I have some character motivation for you. Oh, I love that. Go okay, on. so BT starts mm. to pick up on this, mm. like notices some terrible things. Uh, and realizes, okay, I know what I have to do. I will write a terrible thing happening, but it's going to happen to me. I'm going to make sure it's me. And that's why they become a hero, because they can always be in the situations where, like, someone might get Mm. hurt or, you know. Um, And because they can write, like, they they can control, not not control, like, maybe this is out of their control slightly, like the writing ability, not their Mm. own fate. Um, Yeah. They can basically like write these pieces and go, okay, here's what I need to do. Here's what I need to prevent. And they'll start masquerading as a hero. So what happens is Innocent Writer then writes pieces that are very opinionated, which Mm. boosts BT's like self-esteem and desire to be a hero. But it throws things out of whack. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think of where else you can go with this like. you've gone pretty far so far i think like yeah it's it's definitely just going to be about listen a good shoujo is about the dynamic between the two like two parties involved and this is like something that we've really tapped into with this one not just in terms of that maybe we should talk about their romance for a little bit we've got like um like the germ of it like the 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 rivalry and sort of like the self-sustaining powers Although that's not going to be immediately obvious to them from yeah. the beginning. But, like, 
Let's let's dig into that romance. Well, bit, I was going to say I liked what Josh said about, or, or was it you that was saying about one of them writes very fact based and one writes mm. very opinion. I like that mm. kind of dynamic. Like they can be arguing all the time. Like um, disclaimer: I know that arguing is not, you know, a precursor to romance. I just I just like rivals. Okay, um, <laughs> so it's a uh, debating. Yes, debating. So they can you know be like. This is a newspaper. We need to be writing the facts and the facts only. And, you know, IW comes in like, but we need to humanize them, all the people involved. And think of the readers. We need to talk to them like they're human beings, you know. Mm. Empathy. Yes. That's very, that's such an innocent way of thinking. Mm. (laughs) Boom. We got, we did it. We did it. And like, you can, you can flip that on its head as well. Like. When um, BT says, like, that's just, you're so naive. It's such a way too innocent way of seeing the world. And uh, IW flips it, uh, flips the conversation on its head by being like, well, you may think that of me, but I happen to think you're very brave. And like, that cuts them off, like, what? What? And IW is like, yes, you know, you're not afraid to, to, I know you're obsessed with facts, but not everyone would share the very hard to accept truths of this world. And I think that people need to know about them. And you're doing the right thing by sharing them. Even when the boss says you should, you know, uh, change them to be a bit more... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like clinical? No, not clinical. Um, publicly acceptable or whatever. Oh, uh, like sanitized? Yeah, sanitizing. That's it. Jade, mm? I feel like we've lit your fuse on this episode. <laughs> really? Because I'm like... It's just I feel like I'm on a cliff and I keep slipping like but 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 then and <laughs> <laughs> well like listen we've got Josh's like meta talk we've got the romance talk for you I guess every now and again there's like a creative use of power so I'm I'm listen it's a we're getting messy it's nice I I I, I feel um I'm enveloped by this story well let let those let it. that creativity envelop you Dean tell us what you think about um. The situation where our our uh, brave troublemaker is sort of weeks into being a hero and is aware mm-hmm. of the fact that they're in danger, but at least no one else will be because they are like dealing with their own writing firsthand. Mm. So they, they sort of have an idea of what's coming next and whatnot. Yeah. So how how do you think like they deal with that like what kind of powers would they manifest to to deal with that i think i think the manifestation would be sort of very flexible i Mm. think um kind of like old timey superman where he'd uh like you know he'd be very strong and fly one week and then he'd have like super knitting the next week (laughs) (laughs) like i think sort of part of that troublemaker um, that troublemaker feel and that troublemaker look is just not knowing what to expect when when this person is when you're fighting against this person. So um, you know, let's say they are saving people from a burning building, um, and uh, BT's just writing like, oh, and then the hero comes in and extinguishes the flames. Like that that's real broad. That could that could look like anything. Is that like you yeah. know um, blowing the fire out? Is mm. that um, like freezing it is that 
like patting it down with like your hands or something like oh, that. Oh, I see. Yeah, so that's quite that's quite an interesting thing because you can just picture them writing stuff like that without thinking of how they do it, and then mm. just showing up and being like, "Okay, how am I going to do this?" And it just happens. It's like a very lazy writer trying to write the specifics. Um, but um, what that also means? Oh my I god! Guess, wait, 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 wait! Does that mean there's like? Um, Today, uh, in the center of town, there was a bomb scare, and like BT is sat there, like, well, obviously, uh, and then just adds the line, but thankfully, be brave troublemaker, the hero showed up and defused the bomb, and like dusts off hands, like, Haha, I don't know how to defuse a bomb, and then cut to <laughs> cut to like them pulling their hair out and ticking noise, and just like, I don't know how to defuse a bomb. <laughs> Imagine, I guess, like the best way to describe this power set is like. What if the mask was a screenwriter? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it's it's whatever the situation needs it for. Yeah. But then, like, it's limited to only being the solution to that situation. But then that in itself can lead to some creative um, thinking if something out, like, something unpredicted happens. So... Mm. If they have to put out that fire, but say there's like, um, you know, a hostage situation in that fire or someone's looting in that fire, then they're going to have to use that extinguishing power, however that looks like, um, to apprehend those villains as well. There's some wiggle room in there as well for something a little bit more dynamic, I think. I think what we're getting into, I've just realized, is some Death Note territory. A little mm. bit. Because, yeah. you know, like where Light had to write these really, really, really detailed death sequences mm. to prevent any unexpected twists happening. Like when mm. Naomi Misora, um, I'm just going <laughs> to, if you if you need a spoiler warning for Death Note at this point, I'm a little <laughs> worried about where you've been. Um, no, it's fine. I've seen the Netflix uh, film. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Disclaimer, I haven't, I haven't seen that film. Just puked up my guts. Um, uh, where was I? Yeah, when like Naomi dies, there's like a whole day planned of what she's going mm. to do before she does it. So like we've we've got that kind of situation where BT is gonna write longer and longer articles, and maybe Chief is gonna be like, "You you have a word limit, you know. <laughs> like you can't be doing this." But and the front page so- is only so big. Yeah, yeah. So, like, BT has to... Oh, maybe... Okay, maybe BT starts out not with, like, front page news as well. Mm. So, like, as their stuff becomes more um, exciting, it it gets more um, coverage. Yeah. But that comes with more restrictions. Well... So so they have to write a bit less. Like, they have to edit themselves down. Well, isn't, like, like the the, the middle of the newspaper... Mm. Sometimes you get, like, those stories that are like maybe two paragraphs long or something like that yeah well what i'm saying is that the challenge is that they can't write like i just said with with death note you can't yeah every little detail yeah so that situation you mentioned where like they're putting out the fire but also there's criminals there like Hmm. they can't write every little detail about that so they have to write something that will cover their ass but you know who can write about every last little detail mm. because they're actually writing it after the fact. The innocent writer. Mm. There you go. That's that's why they're um 
their journalism ends up being a little bit more, um, well, way more um, accepted and um, praised because they can actually like write a report of what is, what has happened instead of writing something that will happen. Mm. It, but also, speaking of like, writing, this this shit writes itself. <laughs> no, oh. it doesn't. This is really hard. Good. Um, I was gonna say, um, I think innocent writers gonna have to like. Like you said, like way before they kind of fix like broken buildings and shit. They're they're probably the main source of healing for brave troublemaker. Mm. Yeah. So like um BT will be like really hurt and trying to cover it up at work and mm. uh innocent writer writes a piece like we don't know what happened to BT, but wherever they are, I'm sure they're they're doing well and you know, looking down on us and thinking of how to take care of us and like I don't know. I guess. Mm. Uh, Do they know that BT is BT then? No. No, 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 no. You gotta let that simmer. Yeah. <laughs> but like innocent, innocent writers' pieces need to have an effect on BT as well in order for this story to get interesting. If that makes. I sense. I mean, they yeah. could try and go with the whole immortalized ideal of a hero. So if they were to describe. Um, so, like, if BT had a particularly strong foe that was defeated and, like, they have that big old superhero wow moment, hmm. then Innocent Writer could say something like, BT has been forever immortalised in the <laughs> pantheon of heroes of this fair city or something. Oh, jeez, yeah. <clears throat> and in doing so has somehow kind of given, at least for maybe a day, depending on what the next um, situation they write is, so they could kind of get like a not an immortalized power, but they kind of get that reset. Yeah. Oh my god! Can we have like some truly surreal moments and reveal like one of the reasons BT hates uh, IW's writing at first is because of the the floral language, such as all eyes are on this brave new hero, and like <laughs> all of the next day, BT is just like watched like a hawk by <laughs> random passerbys. <laughs> Oh yeah, yep, yep. This is this is good. So they're like, "Can you please?" Like the next day, they're like, "Can you please tone it down?" What What about the romance though? Like, like we we, we keep we've we've got the the hero specifics down, but what about the romance? How How is this going? How is this okay. bubbling? Yeah. So are BT and IW they have to going? Do. Yeah, but are they going to? Is it going to be like a BT the hero IW date or BT? The journalist and IW date. Oh, she got hmm. that super him Superman thing. Like at first, I think like Lois Lane falls for Superman and not Clark, mm. and they have that kind of whole thing. Yeah, but it could also lead into because I really like the all eyes on you thing. Like that could lead into like that could be like on the day that BT journalist and IW have their first date, mm. and you could have some real soppy shit that you know it, um, like. <laughs> Some something to do with like it feels like all eyes are on you today, but then someone I can't can't figure out who it would be in this situation. But it's like, are oh, the only eyes that matter are on you, or something hey. like that. Oh. <laughs> so something like that. And then That's you've got that extremely little, cute. You've got that little funny bit with like in the cafe, literally like everyone keeps on looking at them, and you know if they've got like a table by the window, you can have all mm. those like people just kind of staring going past. Could be really freaky as well. Mm. <laughs> See, um, I think BT 
would be quite an um like competitive or ambitious i don't know what the the right word would be like they would have like something driving them so in terms of like who would be dating who mm. i think it would i think it would be um i, I think it'd be a very confusing time for bt um as a character um maybe be like a, a peter parker situation where it's like oh can you get me close to bt um normal person yes sure um but then you know um there, there's there's that relationship there where maybe the writer falls in love with the bt the journalist through trying to get to bt the hero but but that's not the prompt the prompt is bt falls for the oh, innocent writer yeah. yeah oh sh- i got it wrong you you've did. got to stick oh, to the no. situation this okay. is the name generator <laughs> Without that, what is this podcast? I have, I have a thought about that, yeah. which mm-hmm. is that I think Innocent Writer has been in love with Brave Troublemaker all along. Hero or journalist? Journalist. Okay. Like all the time. Mm. Like the whole time. Um, because, because they're innocent and pure and always thinking <laughs> of them. Very considerate. Jade, the prompt. I know, no, I'm saying oh, that. No, yeah, I mean, that, that works out fine because BT... Yeah hero is the one from our prompt so we've got <laughs> bt who is in love with innocent writer but can't but innocent writer doesn't see bt the hero although they kind mm. of do because their writing shows it but that's just a profession they really like bt the journalist this is okay Does okay that, just just remember when we started this episode messy <laughs> <laughs> You've taken your little mud castle. I think you two took my very simple statement of they've been in love with them the whole time and overcomplicated it. So here's all the things you just said. I've just wiped it all off of the board. (laughs) Right, let's try that again. What I meant was BT, falls, the journalist, falls in love with the writer over the course of our story. But Mm -hmm. in the, like, as an establishing point, IW has been in love with them since before the story started. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Okay. So we can focus on BT's developing feelings more than IW's feelings because that's established as mm. a fact that they okay. have feelings for them. Uh, okay. What? So you're just making the job a little bit easier. Yes. What ba- basically, <laughs> what I'm saying is like BT is going through everything thinking that they're alone. They figure out that their writing has power over the world alone mm. they f- they put themselves in these situations alone they slowly become a hero alone they realize they have feelings for iw and keep it to themselves they all of this they're doing it alone but mm. what they don't really realize is that iw is aware of all of this and like has been paying attention to them the whole time and is carefully like encouraging them oh i see okay because they're a good person and very sweet. They are and, a very and good have person. lots of flowery opinions and and mm. BT hates that, but IW just wants them to see that they don't have to get stuck in depressing facts all of the time. Maybe maybe this plays to like BT's like deep deep personality as well where like you know maybe part of the motiva- motivation for them being a superhero is just it is just an ego play. Um but they also figure out that it's good for um, good for their job, good for the journalist gig, right? Mm. 
Oh, I just so realised some tragedy as well. Oh no! Let 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 me finish. Okay. Um, I'll, but I'll then... hold on to my nugget of tragedy just to shove it in your your heart later. <laughs> Painfully. <laughs> as long as it's the heart, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but what if like this ego play uh, goes a little bit um, unexpectedly romantic when um, BT starts reading about um, IW's articles and you know seeing how it's like a little bit more touching a little bit more sentimental than mm. they were expecting and it's sort of like actually sort of you know it, it gets them in the heart and there might be an interaction where bt the journalist is is talking to iw and they're like what this is like really you know emotional this has really gotten to me and iw's just there like well you, they're doing some real good and i believe in them and i think others do too and oh uh, man that's that's a great scene right there because you can have like some very purposeful like hand on shoulder face looking down eyes tilt up to look directly at you and say (laughs) and i believe in them oh (laughs) got it um anyway i was promised one time's nugget of sadness okay in fact it's actually an entire asteroid of of tragedy coming to <laughs> smash this story to pieces because Uh-oh. these two can never be together <gasps> don't do that <laughs> so after that moment you think oh innocent writer knows innocent writer knows who bt the journalist is and who bt the hero is they know they're one and the same why why haven't they why haven't they said anything why haven't they announced their feelings because iw knows about their own power they know that their writing has an effect on people, including BT. So mm-hmm. they can never be sure whether BT <clears throat> has genuine feelings for them or whether that's their <gasps> oh, writing yes. affecting them. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Oh, no. So what do we do about this? Do they? What happens? Do these two mm. decide to quit writing at the end of the story or something? Well, we end and end it like let's write our own story type deal, oh. and they fly oh. off into the sunset. Like this is this is gonna me like upset. You've rustled my jimmies like right <laughs> at the promised, end of this episode. I promised. I promised I would. So now, now there's this whole free will thing going on. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't answer those questions. We can't answer those questions. We can try. We we can't leave it to the listeners. What am free will? What? is determined by the stars and what is determined by us and our own two hands. I think, like, throughout all of this, IW will be noticing, like, BT is trying to make a change mm. with the whole mm-hmm. hero thing. Like, they're, they're trying to do something about the fact that their their chaos writing, let's call it, is unchangeable. So instead of letting other people get hurt, they're putting themselves in the situations and trying to think- prevent stuff. Do you think IW stops writing for a little bit and leaves and then everything just kind of goes to shit for a little bit? Maybe, yeah. Like, IW is needed to balance. So either they both write or neither write. Oh, and that would lead to a very sad scene where because BT hasn't pre-prepared anything, they're, like, going into a fight pretty much as human. Ooh. And putting themselves on the line. Oh, that's sad, though. I don't want to do that. I like well, how I mean, goofy... What you could do with that bit is... That's their kind of lowest point, but it's also what propels them into being the best hero they can be. Mm. And in doing so, propels IW maybe to come back and write that piece that immortalizes them. 
There yes. it is. I think that's the ending. I think that's that's like the last bit of this comic. What? So they immortalize them and BT is alive. BT, okay, okay. BT the hero dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And IW comes back to write a piece that immortalizes them. And then the next day, BT the journalist shows up at work and they share like a knowing look. And they mm. continue writing as they always have, creating balance. The end. But they can't be together. It's really sad. <laughs> Listen, sometimes romance is more than about the, the pure Everybody loves a tragedy, really. I mean, I do. <laughs> and it means that you, the listeners, can write one billion fanfics of them working in a yeah. coffee shop. <laughs> Satisfied, Jade. For God's sakes, I know that <laughs> it's it's difficult enough on this podcast. Um, man, who do we got to talk to to get to to get that like sweet comic publisher Hollywood studio deal where we just like sell all of our IPs like a fucking yard sale? Because like, because comics are just a stepping stone to films. A co- comics are its own. Uh, you know, they're they're it, it's its own medium. And that should be respected. But I mean, if, if we're going shoujo, then what we should actually be looking at is getting our uh, our live drama action, CD. yeah, our drama CD, our live action TV series, oh, yeah. and our stage play. Oh, the stage plays, yes. Can yeah, I, stage imagine a stage play, play, play with fun. BT. You could do this nice little thing with the background where like the words turn up on like shadow play. Oh. It'd be a delight. Yeah, it'd be very good. Um, oh, we didn't talk much about setting, but you could you could do this in like the old time you like. You know, typewriter-esque times. Everyone's mm. wearing a trench coat times. I think that Oh, that adds an, another element of, like, romantic flair to it as well. Yeah, yeah that, you that's know, a like, noir feel. All the streets have, like, steam pouring from them. People are walking through it wearing their trench coats. Is that good yeah, golden age yeah. shit? Um, do you know what is else is good shit? What is what? good shit? Reviewing us on your various podcasting platforms. I'm talking to you, Universal, <laughs> Warner Brothers... Um, Netflix reviews. Yes, as, as 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 we all know, Mickey Mouse comes down. They have their own Apple Podcast <laughs> account, and they'll be like, oh, this, "This podcast was super, five stars." And then we and then what we'll do is we'll stick Mickey Mouse's name into a name generator, and ha- that Mickey Mouse can have an entire episode to themselves. But guess what? You don't have to be like one of the biggest mega corporations that are monopolizing the industry. You, you can just put your own name on it. Just go to yes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you feel, and just uh, throw up a review. Or you can just talk to us. Just talk to us plainly on Twitter, and uh, there's a very good chance that we'll stick your name into a review. Uh, we are at BBR underscore podcast, oh, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I, sh- I, sh- I, sh- I should say <laughs> where you up. can find us. Um... <laughs> Yeah, as Dean said, BBR underscore podcast. Uh, the following week after the episode comes out, Jade does a Kraken illustration. I sure do. You must have some Thank like you. tasty ideas for this one. I mean, yeah. It's it's a tragic romance. There's a million ways you could draw that. I mean, jo- Josh already described at the start of the episode, roses, like a mm-hmm. rose border, the shoulder pads with tassels. Yeah, we got the trench coats, we got the steam, we got, uh, it's fine, we'll, it'll be easy. I mean, what you could do is you could do like a little like um, shot of two desks in each of our characters sat on either side of the the canvas. Um, and maybe 
you could have like a rose plant in the office that kind of makes it look like it's rose framing. <laughs> All right, DP. All right. <laughs> and then, you know, you could just have like a coat rack. And if you fancy, you can put in some tassel pads as well. <laughs> I don't, don't know where, but you, but you could get like, you could just stick them on a lampshade if you feel like it. Just some sort of, <laughs> just a wee tip of the hat to the, uh, wow. the tassel we- pads. We got it all sorted here. Jane, you can have like the evening off next time yeah, you're doing Josh this one. Yeah, Josh has got this. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm purely standing over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Can you notch that little bit left? <laughs> yeah, A little yeah, bit yeah. more left? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's, that's perfect. Oh. The desks aren't too far apart enough. More, more far apart. Less far <laughs> Thank apart. Thank you all canvas longer. so much for listening. Uh, while we, we come up with a wonderful, wonderful romance that's far too big for us to truly wrangle. But, you know, what... What is writing except trying to wrangle your own ideas into a medium that can barely fit it? <laughs> Speaking of which, you've been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Dean, uh, Demure Ryder McKnight. I'm Jade. Why am I always a sucker for rivals, Sarsen? And I am Josh. I've read more shoujo titles than you'll ever know, but I'm not on <laughs> trial here, so I'm not going to list them off, uh-huh. Randall. <laughs> He's definitely on trial. Alright, goodbye. See you all next time. Bye.